Hello, this is Christiane Piano, and welcome to your Reset Reflections. This week's reflection is on grounding. And I've chosen grounding as it's a deep support for overall body-mind well-being. So let's just start off with some really basic explanations of, well, what is a grounding process? So grounding is when one has direct contact with the earth, with the ground beneath them. And there is an electrical charge that comes up from the earth and actually stabilizes your physiology at the deepest levels. And it's known to reduce inflammation, pain and stress, It improves blood flow and sleep and generates just a greater overall well-being. And if you think about when you come into contact with someone who you experience as grounded, you're picking up on their energy. But there's also visual signs of somebody who's grounded as well as somebody who isn't grounded. There's even ways one moves. So there's many signs of groundedness. But if you just take a moment and think about what is it that happens for you in your own experience when you come into contact, literal or indirect, with somebody who's grounded, what is your relationship to that? Just pause and think about that a moment. You may want to write it down and just take a note for yourself. And then look inward for yourself. And if you were to describe yourself, would you describe yourself as a grounded person overall? And perhaps even reflect on moments when you have felt grounded. Now, the fact of the reality of today's world is it's very fast moving. And there are a lot of stimulants of all kinds. And so being grounded requires daily work. And so let's just think for a moment some of the things that are required to ground. You'll need to slow down, at least in the moments where you're attempting to ground. And you'll need to connect into your body and your relationship to your body and your relationship to slowing down will already impact this experience and this process for you. So 
whenever thinking about attempting to ground, you'll really want to take into consideration where you are for yourself before even attempting to do so. But prior to even exploring that process, let's talk about for a moment the things that work against grounding. So stimulants, like I mentioned earlier, in all shapes or form, from substances you can consume to screen time and busy schedules, constant movement, an overscheduled schedule, and constant travel. And constant travel doesn't have to be in an airplane. And these may be realities of your life. So when you think about attempting to gravel, you'll want to take these into consideration without having to overhaul your entire life. What are the baby steps, the small things you can do to slowly increase over time space for grounding? And if you're thinking of practicing on a daily basis something that supports you in grounding, you can start off with 10 minutes and and then move from there. So, when it comes to grounding, it gets a little tricky because there is a process that's necessary of letting go. And one's relationship to letting go will impact that process. Now, why do I say that? Well, many people in this world have a fear of falling, literally and figuratively have a fear of standing on one's own feet, which is different from the desire of standing one's on one's own feet. One needs to take a moment to be willing to get out of your head and into your body. And although the head is attached to the body, that's not the head I'm referring to. The journey from the mind into the body is a long journey. But hey, you've got your whole life, so no rush. So, fear of falling, literally and figuratively. The fear of falling literally increases with age. When children are learning to walk, they fall all the time. And they get back up. They just bounce back. There's a deep level of resilience. And they're curious about their bodies. They're in a discovery process. As we get older, the fear of falling increases. Because the distance from your height to the ground is farther. But we also develop a relationship to falling in a figurative sense. And so when you think of 
what your relationship is to standing on your own, on your own two feet. Most people look at their feet and they see them standing on the ground. Yes, they are. But how much weight is in the feet will be greatly determined by how much tension is accumulated within the body. But we'll get to that in a moment. You see, as full-blown grown adults, not just tall children, in reality, we all stand alone. And that's just the reality of existence. But most people are reluctant to accept this reality. As for then it means being alone. Now, being alone is different from feeling lonely. But if you think for yourself, what is my relationship to being alone? There's a difference in wanting time for yourself and the freedom that comes with that and really standing on your own two feet and being on your own which doesn't mean you don't have other people in your life and support systems in place. But really owning your life and your choices and your responsibilities and navigating as gracefully as possible. Many people have a facade of independence and it shows up most in where they cling. And you'll find... If you just take a look at the world, many people cling to relationships. You see, most people think that their feet are on the ground. And in a mechanical sense, they do have their feet on the ground. I guess you could say they make a mechanical contact, but it's not a feeling or energetic contact. And one doesn't know the experience of being grounded until one has experienced it for themselves. And there are some signs that reflect that one isn't grounded. Raised shoulders, a short inhale and exhale due to a tight diaphragm, And that increases one's experience very easily of fear and anxiety, which are future-based. Eyes flickering around. A lifted chin. Locked knees. Tight joints. Collapsed feet, chronic muscular tension, absolutely anywhere, a humped back, and even a sense of, I'm in the room physically, but I'm not in the room. I'm somewhere else in my mind. 
So having one's feet on the ground is also a body language. And it's revealing that the person is in touch with reality as is. And the person is not operating under any illusions, conscious or unconscious. You see, the opposite of being grounded is being hung up. And we have hang-ups of all sorts. Get caught in an emotional conflict, and that immobilizes a person and prevents them from taking effective action. Hang ups are, create a situation and experience where one is unable to move forward for a sense of fear of something. Every hang up, whether it's conscious or unconscious, limits a person's freedom to move about in all areas of their life, not in just that of conflict. All unresolved emotional conflicts become structured in the body in the form of muscular tension. So here we come to letting go. Letting go of all the accumulated tensions. Muscular, as just mentioned. Emotional and psychic. You see, the mind has all sorts of pictures of how we think our life should be. How we should be or not be. And when we are living in that picture of the mind, we are trying to force our life in that direction. And that's the opposite of being grounded in the reality of right now. And when you're grounded, time suspends itself or you have the experience of suspended time. And the whole reason you want to create space to become ever increasingly more grounded and present in the here and now is if you are not in the here and now, where are you? Reminiscing in the past or someplace in the future whatever your relationship to the future is at the present moment. But if you're not in the here and now, which in reality is all that exists, then you're missing out on your life. Life happens in the now, in each living moment. And when you ground, you're grounding into the present moment, which is all there is. And for sure you've heard this said before, but that's just content. That's just a rational understanding. What happens when you shift from the rational understanding of all I have is right now in reality? And begin to experience that 
through grounding. When you begin to ground, all that hasn't been processed or digested will begin to soften and release. And if you've experienced pain in the past associated with loss, mourning, well, it can prove challenging. So you want to take your time. But experiencing grounding can be extremely beautiful as well. Because you begin to wake up to all that is in your life. All the beauty of being alive. So many times people put a lot of time and energy into making what they consider the big decisions in their life. But if you think about it for a moment, we make tiny little decisions every single day, whether we're aware of it or not. And those decisions we make, consciously or unconsciously, aware or not, are being repeated day after day after day. And they influence the course of our life. And if you want to take a look at the decisions you're making daily, all you have to do is look at your actions. And those little decisions every day can be much more impactful than those ones we consider as big life decisions. The only decision to make is in the right now. And you do the best you can. And some people do get frozen in making decisions. They think about it, but they never move forward. There's a fear of falling, figuratively. But when you're grounded, you know you'll get back up. You have bounced back from challenges that comes much more quickly. I like to liken it to looking at children as they play in a playground. They fall down, they may cry, but they get back up, and it's over. We as adults are a little more challenged in that practice. When we're grounded, we see things more clearly. There's more of a neutrality flavor present. We're able to sit in stillness and be with life as it is, beyond our likes and dislikes and preferences. And with groundedness comes more clarity. With groundedness comes living life as is, right now, because that's all you've got. Your life won't happen someday. Your life is right now, no matter what you're focused on doing. So if you're considering increasing groundedness in your life, you can start off with some very basic practices. Take your hands place them on your body. 
and begin to play with the different pressure. And just touching your body with your hands and looking with your eyes where you're touching is extremely supportive to the grounding process. You can stand in bare feet on the ground and allow that electrical charge to come surging up through your system. It's extremely re-energizing. It supports your balanced nervous system. A sense of security, a sense of being rooted, a sense of I can do this life. And even more, I can be in this life this ever-so-precious life. When you're grounded, your mind will slow down. You may even have pauses of emptiness and stillness and silence. So very nourishing. Your memory will improve. Your forgetfulness will decrease. And you'll begin to trust that the more you feel your feet on the ground. The more you're present to whatever is unfolding. And when you're present to what is unfolding, moment by moment, you won't need to worry about the how. Because when you're in the now, you will know how. Again, for sure a statement you've heard before. Whole nother thing to experience it in your own lived experience. You can press your hands into the grass or the earth or the sand. If you're sitting on a chair or a bench or a wheelchair, you can place your bare feet flat on the floor. You can even lie flat on the dirt, grass, sand, or gravel with your back legs or arms bare. You can submerge yourself in a natural body of water, a pond, a lake, or an ocean. These are all very basic grounding practices. Slowly increasing the length of your exhale is a grounding practice. When you work with breathing, you want to be mindful because it's directly linked to your nervous system. So you may want to start with bodily movements and take it slow and be curious. What are the foods that I eat that ground me? Who are the people I spend time with? Afterwards, I notice I feel more grounded. What are the kinds of conversations that support me in being more grounded? There's no right way or wrong way. You need to find what works for you, and that will change over time. So if you're looking to become more grounded, increase your sense of feeling grounded, I hope you found this supportive. As always, I love to hear from you what resonated with you. Listen to this session as many times as you need, come back to it to support you. And if you know someone in your life who you think would benefit from this, please do share it with them. Feel free to follow so more people have access 
to this reflection.